Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to the Reduce Cyber Risk Podcast, episode 90, CISSP exam questions around risk analysis. Welcome to the Reduce Cyber Risk Podcast, where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam while enhancing your cybersecurity career. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast, Join me each week as I provide the information you need to grow your cybersecurity knowledge so that you're better prepared to pass the CISSP exam. All right, let's get going. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is doing well in this beautiful day that we have here in the month of April. It's April. Yes, it is. So hope everybody's having a great day. And I want you all to make sure that you hope you're staying safe with the coronavirus that is raging throughout the planet. Uh, make sure that you are keeping your distance from others and uh, you make sure you take care of yourself because it's a big deal. We do not want anything to happen to anybody. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people have died and this is just not good at all. So we just want to make sure that we think about others that are going through this right now, and uh, it's just it's just not good. So as you're working remotely, potentially, then or you're at night studying to get ready for this test because it's important to you, uh, then therefore we need to give you some exam questions to help you get ready to frame your brain around. I like that. Frame your brain. Frame your brain around what you need to know to pass the CISSP the first time. Okay, so the exam questions. Exam question numero uno. Which commercial business or private sector data classification is used to control information about individuals within an organization? A, confidential. B, private. C, sensitive. D, proprietary. All right, question again. Which commercial business private sector data classification is used to control information about individuals within an organization? 
A, confidential. B, private. C, sensitive. D, proprietary. And the answer is B, private. The commercial business private sector data classification of a private is used to protect information about individuals. Okay, that's the typical label they put on it. It's private. However, you can label it whatever you wish to label it. But uh, private is what they use typically in that space. Question two, which of the following is not an element of risk analysis process? A, analyzing the environment for risks. B, creating a cost-benefit report for safeguards to prevent to upper management. C, selecting appropriate safeguards and implementing them. D, evaluating each threat event as it, to its likelihood of occurring and the cost of resulting damage. Okay, so which of the following is not an element of the risk analysis process? A, analyzing the environment for risks. B, creating a cost-benefit report for safeguards to present to upper management. C, selecting appropriate safeguards and implementing them. D, evaluating each threat event as to the likelihood of occurring and the cost of resulting damage. So the answer is C, selecting appropriate safeguards and implementing. That is not an element of a risk analysis process. Why? Because it's a go-do thing, right? The other things are part of the risk analysis process because you need to evaluate it, what it would be. So right, like the likelihood of the event occurring, the cost of damage, assessing the cost, so on and so forth. All right, which of the following is not a defense against collusion? Okay, question number three. Which of the following is not a defense against collusion? A, separation of duties. B, restricted job responsibilities. C, group user accounts. Or D, job rotation. So again, collusion is when people get together and they look for the downfall of somebody or something. Which of the following is not a defense against collusion? Separation of duties. Yeah, that is kind of important for collusion. Or you got to have people together. Restricted job responsibilities. Yep, that's part of collusion. C, group user accounts. Mm. D, job rotation. Yeah, that'll help with collusion. So the answer is C, group user accounts. They allow for multiple people to log in under a single user account. So you want to make sure that you want to avoid that because if you have group user accounts, what will happen? Many people will log in under the same account and therefore you will all collude and it will cause issues within your organization. Collusion is not good. Not good at all. All right. I hope you enjoyed this. This is the last one, last question we had. So you go out to SeanGerber.com. Check out that location. <laughs> check out that location. Go to SeanGerber.com and check out all my free stuff that I've got there. I've got a CISSP trainings you can purchase. Uh, I've also got the uh, CISO training that's free that you will be for a limited time only, only for my podcast listeners as I am finishing it up. You can go check it out and let me know what you think of it. And uh, you can go sign up for that for free. Uh, other than that, I hope you all are having a wonderful day and you make sure you stay safe out there. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. Head over to SeanGerber.com and look at all the free content that I have available for you. There is a CISSP mini course, free CISSP exam questions, podcasts, and so much more. It's all available to my email subscribers, so sign up. If you want my personalized CISSP training, purchase my training courses, and I'll be there to help you with your CISSP needs so you can pass the test the first time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. 
But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to freecisspquestions.com or cisspcybertraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.